Hello, my name is Meg. Welcome to the Unedited Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. The goal of this podcast is to help you both develop and enjoy the habit of daily Bible reading and prayer. About 20 years ago, at a very low spot in my life, I was convicted to begin this simple discipline, and I looked up years down the road to see how God had used this habit to heal deep places in my heart and do incredible things in my life. And so over the years, it's really become my greatest passion to help others get to know Jesus through His Word and through His presence. Through this podcast, I'm hoping to help you see the Word of God with fresh eyes, to learn to slow down with your Bible, and ultimately to fall in love with your Bible and to fall in love with Jesus. So thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so incredibly grateful to have you. Thank you again for being here. What a gift as always, and welcome to episode 97. It is so crazy to think that this is the 97th episode. How in the world is this even possible? I think back to the time when I first had the idea for a podcast um, as a little bit more of an immediate way of doing what the Lord hath laid on my heart, which was to publish pieces of my journals. I had already been working on the book for four or five years at that point and it was just taking me a lot longer than I had hoped and obviously I know God's timing is perfect and his plan is perfect but I was kind of pokey when it came to a book and so I remember just being so stretched technically needing help from friends and um, being so intimidated to do this and now here we are coming up to the hundredth episode with that said I'm going to be rolling out a giveaway in the next week or so I'm going to be giving away a $100 gift card as well as some other fun little things. And I will announce the winner on the 100th episode. So just pay attention to Instagram and Facebook for that. Um, I'm really excited about it. So again, welcome to episode 97. I hope you are having a fabulous, fabulous day. Today, I am going to talk about a little phrase that's out of the Gospels. This little phrase has just been on repeat for me personally. And the verse is Mark 135. It says, In the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place and there prayed. And again, this phrase has just been coming to me over and over and over again. I've shared a little bit of my journey um, with time for daily devotions before. But just in a nutshell, when I first started this habit, God convicted me and I began um, to read my Bible and pray while my kids napped. Well, obviously my kids did not nap forever. They were one and three when I started. And in fact, I think zero and three maybe even. Um, But anyways, all of that to say they didn't nap forever. And once they stopped napping, I started waking up at 5.30 a.m., And then that time got pushed back a little earlier and a little earlier because I just wanted more time to sit with Jesus before my day began. And so for many, many, many years, I woke up between 4.45 and 5 every single day. Now, fast forward to today. If you've listened to the episode called The Struggle is Real, I kind of went into this a little bit. I'm in a different season. We live in a small apartment. I'm older. (laughs) I'm elderly. No, I'm joking. Um, I just have really struggled to hit my stride with a consistent time of waking up. And I don't do too well when I get up and the sunlight is up. And so what I am sharing today 
is for Megan and you get to listen in if you would like. This is not to create a you have to do this or you're not doing enough or you're doing devotions wrong. I do think there's a lot of scriptural support for early morning prayer, but there's also scriptural support for praying at other times of day. But again, for me, I have the best conversations with God when I am not feeling rushed in any way. And pretty much the only time this happens naturally is a great while before day. When it's still dark out, when my brain has not fully engaged, when all the responsibilities of my to-do list haven't started to scroll through my mind, when I have uninterrupted and undistracted time with him. And again, this is for Megan. I have to beat my brain. I have a very overactive imagination. I have a lot of ideas. And I have a very full schedule and responsibilities. And for whatever reason, it is just so hard for me to rein myself in, to rein my mind in, to rein my thoughts in, if I don't get up before daylight. And while it's still a great while before day, the distractions are minimized. All the busyness of the day hasn't begun. It's still it's dark, it's quiet, it's just Jesus, and it's just me, and I love to be up a great while before day. For me, another aspect of this is writing about probably somewhere between 80 and 95 percent of the things I have written over the last 20 years have happened before 8 a.m., and I've just discovered that uh, my creativity gets squeezed out by the pressures of the day if I'm not up while it's still dark. And if I don't have unhurried, undistracted time, it really just dulls my ability to hear from God and to receive revelation out of his word. And I think you'd probably find the same, that if you have unhurried, undistracted time, you're going to hear from God more clearly and you're going to get revelation from his word much more readily. Part of the beauty of a great while before day is solitude. And there is a lot of scientifically proven power for solitude. I do share some of this in the book. And I did an episode um, called Proof. I think it was maybe one of the first episodes of the podcast. But I would encourage you to do some reading on it. There's scholarly articles and documents that you can find if you Google it. But we see in Luke 5.16 that for Jesus, it wasn't just early morning. It wasn't just, quote unquote, a great while before day, but that he spent time alone. It says in this verse, he withdrew himself into the wilderness and prayed. He withdrew himself. He was away from others. And we see this pattern in his life, this pattern of solitude, of being alone, of having prayer in private. And even in the life of Jesus, we see this doesn't have to just be morning. Again, it should be unhurried, undistracted time to the best of your ability. But we see in Matthew 14, 23, it says, And when he sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. So we see Jesus praying alone in the evening. And then Luke 6, 12 says, And it came to pass in those days that he went out into a mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. Now, I have personally not spent a night, an entire night in prayer to God. Maybe that's your good time. Maybe that's your best time. Uh, Maybe you'll feel called to spend all night in prayer to God. But we do just see this concept 
that he went somewhere alone. Um, in Mark 6:46, it says, And after he had taken leave of them, he went up on the mountain to pray. Luke 9:18 says, Now it happened that as he was praying alone, the disciples were with them, and he asked them, Who do people say that I am? Again, for myself, I've discovered that mornings are best, and I want to do whatever it takes to build my life around early morning devotions, early morning time with Jesus. Whatever, whatever, whatever it takes. If that means I have to start going to bed at 7 p.m., I want to do that. Again, because I value and I cherish this morning time with him so much. For you, the best time might be evening might be nap time or some other time, but whatever it takes, let's just carve out unrushed, unhurried, undistracted time for Jesus and with Jesus. The best conversations happen there. The deepest friendship is born and strengthened and everything else flows from our time with him. Let's guard it. Let's defend it. And this is for me. I need to have this habit. I need to have my early morning time more than I need my snooze button. I hope Andrew isn't listening. Today, I'm going to share an unedited journal entry called In the Dark. This is a simple entry. I didn't have this idea for this entry um, in the early morning. I actually had it one day when I was walking through a room in our church called The Great Room. And Without further ado, here's today's unedited journal entry, In the Dark. In the Dark. The dark is very scary for humanity. From our earliest days, we're scared of the dark and in the dark. Yesterday, I walked through a pitch black room and literally had to put my hands in front of me to feel my way across it. There are dark moments like that in life where you know the light switch is somewhere on the other side of the blackness, but you're not sure how far away or what obstacles you might bump into on the way. It's easy to be afraid in the dark. Fear lurks in the near vicinity. Dark moments are terrifying and you begin to wonder if it will always be dark. Will you ever make it to the light switch? As I walked through that darkness yesterday, I was reminded that wombs are dark. The most beautiful and intricate of all God's designs and creations is formed and fashioned in darkness. It is in the darkness that life conceived is brought to viability. Without the dark months following conception, there would be no bundle of joy delivered, no womb, no baby, no dark, no joy. Just as the womb is a requirement for life to be brought forth, Dark moments are sometimes a requirement to see the things God has conceived in our lives to be brought to viability. We are so prone to fear in the blackness of dark seasons, but I believe that God does some of his finest work in the dark. He is forming and fashioning something too beautiful for the process to be observed. While questions of the darkness swirl around us, he is knitting together piecing together a plan and a purpose that we do not yet understand. We are not simply in the dark. We are in utero, in the womb, so to speak. The dark is formative. The dark teems with purpose. The dark moments are part of his plan. 
It is interesting to note that babies learn their mother's voices while in the womb, in the deep, dark places during those months of growth. Not only are dark moments in our lives for formation and growth, but also to learn his voice. Our sight is suspended and we are forced into voice lessons. He is always close in the dark and teaching us to listen for his still, small voice. If we will learn to hear when the lights are out, our faith becomes our eyes and our hearing is heightened. In the dark, I'm learning his voice, the soft, subtle, gentle whispers of the Savior. In the dark, if my hand is in his, I'm right where he wants me. He has chosen the root, dark of night or light of day. Fears and questions may assault my mind and soul, but the one who has brought me safe on the journey thus far will bring me through the dark. In the dark, he is growing and forming and bringing a future plan to viability. When I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be light unto me. Micah 7, 8. Let me trust in the dark, in the womb. That entry is entry number three from the book, Unedited Hope and Healing Through the Simple Habit of Bible Reading and Prayer. You can purchase it on Amazon or on Pentecostal Publishing House. Today, this is just a friendly reminder to find the absolute best time for you to spend time with Jesus, to schedule it, to defend it. It is the absolute most important thing in this life. It's where we have the best conversations with him. It's where intimacy is born, where relationship is formed and strengthened. And for me, this happens to be a great while before day. If you've never tried it, I would encourage you to try it. Thank you again so much for joining me for this journey. I look forward to meeting up with you again next Friday. If you have questions or to download a typed or a handwritten transcript of today's entry, you can visit megunedited.com. For now, go grab your journal and your Bible. It's the entire point of this podcast. I so look forward to the power of this habit in your life. This is unedited. This is for you. Happy, 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 amazing, wonderful, fabulous, glorious Friday to you.